0: Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Manpreet and welcome to Cut to the Chase. Now, it was a volatile day in financial markets yesterday as both equity and bond markets extended their losses uh, from last week as they reassessed the Fed rate hiking cycle. Now, just to sum up what were some of the key moves, Uh, US equities, of course, extended the fall further from the start of the week, with the S&P 500 down about 3.9% and the Nasdaq down uh, by a much larger amount of close to 4.7%. Now, the S&P 500, the the eye-catching headline, of course, was that it closed down more than 20% from its early January peak, which, of course, is the popularly accepted definition of a bear market. Uh, But it's interesting that the sell-off itself in equities was quite broad. So, within US equities, All major sectors were lower and U.S. equity losses themselves uh, followed, you know, weakness we saw earlier in the day across major Asian and European benchmarks as well. Uh, There was also, you you know, worries across in the cryptocurrency market as well, with at least two major platforms temporarily halting withdrawals, citing extreme market conditions. Now, it wasn't just an equity sell-off, but on the bond markets as well, we saw both short and long-term bond yields rise sharply, with the 10-year rising up to 3.36% and the 2-year not behind. But again, here the key headline was that the the yield curve, or in other words, the gap between the 10- and 2-year yield curve yields, uh, did briefly turn negative, which in turn obviously reignited the recession debate. Interestingly enough, gold did fail to offer a safe haven uh, yesterday, uh, falling alongside risk assets, but it was the US dollar which surged, uh, and we saw the DXY index actually move above its mid-May peak. Now, those were, of course, the major market movements, but what, in our view, really drove some of the volatility was a reassessment of the Fed rate hiking cycle. Now, we saw, of course, yesterday's several media reports uh, that said the Fed policymakers were considering the possibility of a 75 basis point rate hike at this week's policy meeting, uh, following, of course, what was a high inflation number last week. Uh, But markets also moved more broadly to price in a more aggressive rate hiking cycle for the rest of this year, with markets now indicating about a 1 in 3 chance of a 75 basis point rate hike uh, and, you know, a likely Fed rate uh, of uh, over 3.5% by year end, which is up sharply from expectations of just 2.77% at the end of last week. Now, what does this mean for investors uh the key focus of course in our view is you know the fed meeting this week uh, and you know we do believe more broadly the path of inflation and how the fed chooses to react to it remains the main swing factor recall that in our last sort of uh, global market outlook we had you know laid out three possible scenarios um and, you know, the inflation, how inflation evolves specifically remains the key swing factor that determines whether we continue to stay in our base case scenario, uh, which is one where the Fed tightening ends up being relatively limited as inflation comes off its peak and, of course, helps the economy avoid a recession, or whether risk starts tilting more and more towards the pessimistic scenario where the Fed is forced to further accelerate policy tightening and potentially pushing the economy to a recession. Now, this week's meeting, of course, is quite key. And we'd argue that a focus on inflation alone would be would be more negative, while a more balanced focus on both inflation and growth risks uh, would be a little bit more positive. From a financial market point of view, uh, we do believe for now that our preferences, uh, both from a regional sector preference uh, sector point of view within equities, uh, do remain relevant. Uh, recall from an equity sector perspective, we favor the energy and financial sectors, both of which we see is consistent with the risk of a tighter Fed hiking cycle. With financials, of course, benefiting more directly from rising yields, and energy potentially offering some protection against a rise in one key driver of inflation. Uh, but we would also continue to look for opportunities in Asia, Japan, equities, given as we noted before, Chinese assets offer one route to diversify away from the Fed and US centric exposure alone. And finally, of course, the rise in bond yields. Uh, you know, that higher yields, of course, creating a much more attractive starting point for multi asset income strategies. So a lot of volatility and a really key Fed meeting to look forward to this week that we'll be you know obviously watching quite closely as well. Uh, but we'll take a pause there uh, and hoping for calmer markets later today. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and like it. Uh, thanks for listening and wish you a happy trading day ahead.
0: Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank.